0: Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Already Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash RD friends. That's pros.com slash RD friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one of a kind formulas. Pros.com slash already friends.
1: Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app.
2: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Early Friends. This is Kara. And this is Allison. Today, we are doing another segment of What Would Your Best You Do, our monthly advice column where you guys write in and we do our best to help you out with whatever you're going through. So we've got a lot of good questions today and we are a little limited on time, just to be completely honest with you guys. So we're not going to catch up too much. We want to get quickly to the questions, but something that me and Allison did want to say in our catch up is that we are loving a good Sunday
0: reset lately. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think you and I are kind of finally getting to the point where we have so some predictability in our lives. And maybe Mm -hmm. that's getting to our late 20s. Like when I was in college, Hot Mess Express, every day is different. Tried my best. But now, you know, we're girlies in our late 20s. And I'm like, I do love a good routine. I do love some clean sheets. I do love having food in the fridge. It is nice. (laughs) I was literally thinking, I'm like, who invented this term? Because
2: I don't remember that ever being a term prior to TikTok or even like the last two years. But I noticeably can tell that when I do a Sunday reset, and clean up my house and get my space ready for the week. Monday is so much easier and less hectic. And it just like feels so much better than when I don't. And I'm not going to lie, getting the motivation to like do a Sunday reset does not come naturally for me. Like I do want to lay on the couch and watch TikTok or watch a show or movie or something. But it's like, this is your sign if you haven't been doing them just to do it. Because I just feel it's like Monday right now and I feel great. Like I had such a productive morning. My house is clean. I didn't have to worry about doing dishes this morning or anything like that like
0: whoever invented it she was right It was a she, for sure.
2: Yeah, it's not a, It's not a he, it's definitely a she.
0: <laughs> no, I'm so with you that that is kind of like a newer term, but I will counter and say I do feel like Sunday has always had more of like a sacred energy, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like with religion and all that. And to me, Saturday is the day that you like go out and you do the errands and, yeah. you know, have fun with your friends, do the activities. And then on Sunday, I'm like, I kind of need to be alone or just family and mm-hmm. I've got to mm-hmm. prepare for the week and years ago i don't know when but i read this quote and it was like the key to a good monday starts on sunday and i just feel like the anxiety around mondays is so much less worse yeah. if you prepare but yeah they don't
2: sunday scaries doesn't have to be as bad <laughs> no, no. If you make it relaxing, you're right. I will preface and say that the Sunday reset was not invented within the last couple of years. It's been around like our parents, grandparents, but yeah, more or less the quote term Sunday reset, but you're right. Like Sundays have been sacred for a long time and I'm just now taking it more seriously and tapping into it more because it just makes Monday
0: something to look forward to. And I feel like if you can find the healthy balance of doing some self-care things on Sunday at a, a slow pace, you get the best of both worlds. Because you mm-hmm. can have that rejuvenating day, but also be like, okay, I feel good. I didn't just bum around all day. And now guilt is setting in. You're like, I yeah. got the stuff done. And now the rest of the week, I don't have to be anxious, stressed, or overwhelmed. Yeah, and we were talking about this.
2: We want to do a whole episode on the Sunday Reset, Sunday Vibes. So stay tuned for
0: that. But... Wait, wait, wait. Before you oh, yeah, go okay. on too much, I'll link it in the show notes for now until we get to that. But just yesterday, actually, I posted a whole album on... lemonade of 50 self-care Sunday ideas, habits, or routines to do. So that can work until then.
2: Yeah. One thing I was going to ask you, if you're doing your Sunday reset, cleaning-wise and organizing-wise, is it more of a morning thing for you or do you do it in the afternoon,
0: evening? What do you think? I'm kind of like an all-day Sunday self-care enthusiast. I feel like I always make a long breakfast on Sunday and I'll Mm -hmm. journal for longer, read for longer, drink my coffee for longer, like a much slower, morning routine. And then maybe around like 10, 30 or 11, I'll get some movement. in. Mm -hmm. It's a yoga class, bike ride, walk. And then once I'm sweaty, then I'll go run my errands. And it's like the one time that I like don't really shower after I get sweaty because I'm like, I'm already out. Let me just like go by the grocery store real quick. And then I come home and while I'm disgusting, clean everything. Yeah. And then take the shower so that like after I'm showered, I'm like, okay, I'm clean. Everything's clean. And now, (laughs) now I can chill. Yeah. Okay. That's nice. I was
2: just curious because I know for me, I don't know why, but I can't find the motivation to start cleaning until like four. So I don't know what that is, but I clean later in the day and still, like you said, have that long morning of chill, maybe do something fun with friends, go for a walk, do those things things so I we'll break it all perfect. down in this future episode yeah I love it also okay. while we're recording while this is live you might be still in Amsterdam and I want to say it on the podcast I'm manifesting getting a bike like I need a bike so bad <laughs> especially after on you and Clay's episode recently, where you had a 10 minute convo on biking and you, you're like, this is so boring. No one cares. I'm like, I care. I (laughs) want to be in my biking bicycling, not motorbike. (laughs) No, not that anyone was confused by what I meant, (laughs) but (laughs) I do want to get a bicycle. So I'm stalking Facebook marketplace right now. That's an update for me.
0: I I love that for both of us. I will also link to amazing videos that I watched on YouTube last night about biking. And Um, I, I think I've said it on here before that Amsterdam is what really spawned my love for biking like way back and Mm -hmm. you know how I talked about in college I had a bike and people would make fun of me but I had to park my my car like far away so it was like more inconvenient to like go get my car from the lot that it was in Mm -hmm. and then try to like park on campus that had like no parking so I would just always ride my bike and I don't know I just have always loved biking it's so fucking convenient you got the basket on the front Mm -hmm. like you got your backpack on the back like you can carry so much stuff. It's free. There's like the literal only downsides is the safety and I actually had two like tragic things happen in the last couple of weeks and I know we're like short on time but maybe I'm just going to be really late to the Department of Revenue because I have to tell this story. Um, <laughs> so I was biking on a bridge and the bike lane is like on the far side but mm-hmm. it's there's a lot of potholes on that particular bridge in the oh. bike lane so you kind of have to like stay in the regular lane and this asshole was riding my ass so bad and peaches was in the basket and i was like dude i'm not going to go that fast like just go around it's me and yeah, you for like let's go around so far and he was on me just like i could feel his annoyance and i ended up so i was like okay i'll go over into the bike lane hit this massive pothole fucking mm-hmm. crashed peaches flies out of the basket he slams on his brakes and i look at him and i was like that's what you did because you were so fucking impatient and you couldn't just go around like I just and then like this week, I was minding my own business, going so slow, waiting at this light to turn left. Like there was so much traffic coming on the road that I was like about to turn on, so like I wasn't going to go. Whether I was in a car, bike, truck, it didn't matter. There was cars coming, and this these two women were in this SUV, windows down. She wails on her horn for I'm not joking ten seconds. Is he yelling at me? And I was like, dude, there's cars coming. Like, I don't know what you want me to do here. She whips around me to the right, like cuts me off, yells, fuck you out the window, flips me off. And I started crying (laughs) because I was like, what was that for? Like, that was so mean. And if I was a car, there's no way she would have even honked. Like the the absolute hatred from car drivers in America, from some car drivers in America toward cyclists, like I'm about to dedicate my whole life to fighting for cyclists because it's so mean like we're literally just another human being that's trying to like get from point a to point b and you have this huge metal vehicle that goes 75 miles an hour like a kill that, you. Get, yes so could you guys just like go around like i'm i'm not hindering your day there's multiple lanes you don't need to like put me in a position where you're gonna like where i'm gonna crash and you could kill me like it's just not that serious just slow down it makes me so angry that people can just be so impatient and upset for what No, it's it's
2: insane, and it makes me. I'm with you. Like after going to Amsterdam and biking everywhere, I'm like, I want to go back to the US and like fight for bike lanes. (laughs) (laughs) No, it like makes you get so angry that like that's not the norm everywhere that you can bike places because it
0: shouldn't be that dangerous. But that's the the two videos that I'm going to link. So one is about how the Netherlands were able to convert from cars Mm. to bike lanes and like the process that it took and like Utrecht wasn't always like super bike friendly. Like they had all of these car, car streets and they just passed the laws to make them yeah. into bike streets, bike highways and kept doing it. And eventually people got on board and then they built the infrastructure. And like America could do that. People just have to get behind it. But I feel yeah. like Americans are too lazy, honestly. <laughs> and big car, like yeah, would never obsessed. let that happen. It would never let that happen. <sighs> So it's more just like that. I get it can't happen like for all cities in America, but at least like concentrated downtown areas Mm -hmm. need to become way more bike friendly. The cars are loud. They're polluting. They're dangerous. Like, I'm so over it. I'm so team. And even Paris. So the other video is about Paris and how they had this, whatever, I don't know the terms over there. The main lady that they elected. And she changed it so that they made Paris and since the pandemic, even like very recently, Uh way more bike friendly. And the rate, it had like 60% of people owned cars and now it already dropped to 35%. Because like you could wow. save so much money. Like me getting yep. rid of my car, the average American spends $10,800 a year on a car. That it, yeah. Then people it's are insane. like, how are you traveling? How did you buy this? It's like, well, I don't have a fucking car anymore. That's literally the answer.
2: For me, that's $350 just in the payment a month. Yep. Plus gas, plus insurance. You legally have to have insurance. My insurance is like $110 a month. Plus maintenance. Plus oh yeah, renewing yeah, your tax change. every year. it's a heated topic (laughs) you and clay were like no one wants to hear an episode on bicycling i'm saying that we should i'm writing that down too let's do it okay okay i love this
0: well, it'll be perfect yeah. because I'll go to Amsterdam. Yes. I'll go get some creative research. Mm-hmm. On the ground research.
2: The, yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden we're sponsoring your trip because we need <laughs> qualitative research. Oh my God. Okay. i am writing this down on our ideas to
0: Okay. That that'll be good. I can't wait for you to share more when you're back. Okay. Peaks of the week. Peaks of the week. Um, I don't do I say peak of the week for future me that got to go to Amsterdam, or do I do from my current life week? Well, I'll do one for my current life week. So speaking of Sunday reset, my mom got her own gel manicure machine, which Ooh. speaking of saving money, that's a good one right there. Like the whole machine, a whole bunch of colors, everything was like $85. That's literally going nice. twice. Mm-hmm. And she's come over the last like three or four Sundays. And I just like made a little spread on the table and she did my nails. And then we just like caught up on life and it was free. It was awesome. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's great. Little Thank mom you. daughter time. I'm going to say my peak is definitely just enjoying the fall weather. I love fall. I love pumpkin. So pumpkin spice lattes or just any coffee. I mean, a iced oat milk latte with pumpkin, half sweet is just, it's to die for. And I don't get it. Because I know some places you can still order pumpkin outside of fall. Like, no, I've said it that fall, I have pumpkin lattes and I don't break that. I don't do it in mm. the spring or anything else. And it just is like the best instant mood pick me up. So I'm just enjoying the weather and
0: all pumpkin things. I will say, since we started this podcast, you are always very excited about the pumpkin stuff. <laughs> and it does make me think of you. Like you <gasps> oh aren't gosh. even just bandwagon pumpkin. Like I feel like you you've committed every year to loving the pumpkin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And not to be like a Debbie Downer, but like, I don't love buying the pumpkin stuff at the stores because they always have like fake flavor, like artificial shit. Like Trader Joe's has all the pumpkin things. And I went today to like, see, you know, maybe I can buy the pumpkin mix or the pumpkin pancake mix. And like, they all have garbage in it. So I'm like an OG mm. canned pumpkin, add it to pancakes myself. Or yeah, I mean, I'm sure like the coffees I order
0: too definitely have some like not so great ingredients, but yeah, I don't know. It's not all. Pumpkin, real. like the actual pumpkin though, is like pretty good for you. And yeah. I, I can't remember... What? for? but my mom's dog had diabetes and mm. something to help with that. She like fed her pumpkin every day.
2: Yeah. I think it's good for dogs, upset stomachs. Like it's very calming. So I know Margo's gotten sick for, we've given her pumpkin, but that's Oh my funny. God.
0: <laughs> Speaking of the dogs though, this is another peak. You guys might've heard our ad for Gaia provides about mm-hmm. the dog CBD. That has been the number one sponsor that we've ever had that has like literally changed my day-to-day life. Because mm-hmm. I have anxiety, Peaches has anxiety, bad combo. Getting rid of her anxiety now is like literally day to day, one of the best things that's happened to me. And I just feel like she's so much happier. And if you think about like adults, like we get all of these anxiety reducing practices, like we know we can meditate, we can go for walks, like we can take some supplements and do things like dogs just exist their entire lives with like perpetual anxiety if they have it. So Aww. these little CBD treats have like made her such a good, happy, calm dog. I like Aww. will be buying them for her forever.
2: No, Margo's actually obsessed. And I know I don't want it to ever sound like we're forced. This is even sponsored. They already have <laughs> <passed laughs> our sponsor time. But no, like she's literally obsessed. And it's a small company. They're based in Arizona. Like it wasn't a corporate BS sponsorship. Like they were the real deal. And they're so nice. And they responded to all of our stories and like DM'd us whenever we'd shout them out because like when I open that bag, Marco goes feral and you're so right. <laughs> okay. Like CBD is proven to work. we got it. I'm giving the big, to, uh, big dropper to Dudley. Dudley's our golden retriever, mm-hmm. family golden retriever. He has horrible anxiety. And we've used CBD with him in the past and it's been, it works really well. So yeah, if your dog has anxiety, definitely like the CBD stuff is legit, especially Gaia provides. I know because they're mm-hmm. small batch, local company. Yeah, because you're like giving it to a pet that you love. Like you want to make
0: sure it's good.
2: Which not going to get into this. Side note, do not buy your supplements on Amazon. Do not buy dog CBD on Amazon. There's like so many TikToks of like people testing supplements
0: they got on Amazon and it's not what they say it is. Oh, I think that's a common Common thing now for so Elastin is where I get my tinted moisturizer. And on Elastin's website, it's $65. And I was like, Oh, I wonder how much it is on Amazon. And it was like $45. And I was like, mm. Mm, Too good to be true. Went to the reviews. Most were like good. And there was like one girl that was like, This is not the real Elastin. And it, this like, and it had like thousands of orders. So like it looked so real. And she put like the container side by side and was like, Here are some tiny differences. And she's like, I have been using this product for years. So I can just tell you it's not the same. And Jeez. I wonder how many things are on Amazon that people are think that they're getting the actual brand's product, but it's really just like a fake because it's so unregulated.
2: Yeah. I've heard that with some other beauty products too, but for sure, the one I saw I think was magnesium or something and it, or they were saying that it was 500 milligrams of something. And these chemists were like, that's literally impossible to have 500 milligrams <laughs> per
0: serving of whatever it was. So. Oh, it probably is magnesium because you have to take like the one I have it take three capsules which is like kind of a lot for like mm-hmm. other supplements you can take one so yeah maybe. it was
2: some tiktok where they were advertising on amazon that it was x amount in one serving and they were like that's literally impossible so I get mine at a local eastern medicine <laughs> mm-hmm. uh local physician so definitely make sure you're getting your supplements from the
0: right place amazing okay we'll, we'll relink the guy I provides link yes. and we do have a discount code so you guys can use it and feel good supporting them. And my last thought on it is like, since it gives me peace of mind, because when I leave the house, I used to kind of get anxiety because I'm like, now yeah. she's going to be here alone waiting for me to get back. So I give her the treat when I leave. Mm. And then it gives me peace of mind that I'm like, well, she got something positive when I'm leaving and it's going to kick in. Yeah. She's going to chill. And then I yeah. can go do my life without having that in the back of my mind.
2: Yeah. Connor, when he was out of town last week, I was giving Margo the CBD treats too because she just sits by the door and waits for him. And even though she's still doing that, at least I probably know that she's not feeling as anxious and sad about it. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, because we're their entire world. I know, and they don't know that he's coming back in four days. She doesn't know where he went. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sad. Anyways, let's bring up the mood. Let's read (laughs) your guys' peaks. Okay, Lane said, setting boundaries and standing up for myself finally. That's amazing. We actually have a question related to boundaries and I have some good tips for that later. So stay tuned for
0: that. But that's amazing. We're so proud of you. And Lindley said, taking a race training class and making new friends in the process. Congratulations. That is like definitely on my life bucket list to do Reiki training. I've got mm. it as a customer, but it's really powerful. Wow. So congrats, Lindley.
2: Maggie said getting Steve Madden loafers for $30. Okay. That is so fall. So cute. Happy for you. I want to get some now too. Where'd
0: you get them? Drop the link, Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Maddie said getting to finally see Hozier live. I'm sure I butchered it. Like I love that artist. So does my sister, but I never try to say that word out loud. No, I, <laughs> I really hope it wasn't amazing. It.
2: But like incredible artist. Was yeah. this one of the songs this morning?
0: It's definitely like need to get a good cry type of music.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the one I... If you need a... It was a good happy you one.
0: Let me pull it up. Oh my God, sorry. I'm being so annoying. No, we don't have time for that. Okay. <laughs> Guys, the, really the reason that I'm rushing through this episode, if you want to know is because I have to pay in the sales tax for the businesses before the 20th of each month and I won't be back before the 20th. And when I logged in to pay online, like I usually do, there is a box that auto-calculates the percent and it's wrong. They just like have it wrong in there this time. So normally when you put it in, it like it's like, okay, here's what you owe. And you just run it with your bank account. Well, it's wrong. And it's like so off. It's off by like thirteen hundred dollars. So there's no way I can do it that way. And they're closing in like forty five minutes. Do you, and, you wanna
2: go and come back? We can do the rest of the episode. Cause I'm I'm I chilling. feel, are you I feel you full it? faith. Okay. We're
0: good. You guys send me some good vibes when you're listening. You're like, you know what? We got the sales tax taken care of. Everything's fine. <laughs> well, as always, guys, send in your peaks of the week on our Instagram every Monday at Artie Podcast. Okay, last thing we have to catch up on. We have really exciting news and Allison's going to tell you. What do we have going on, Allison? We have a new segment community building awesome fun thing of the Artie Friends Podcast show that we are doing now. It is called Listener of the week. We're going to pick a listener every single week that we're going to
2: send $10 to just to buy yourself a coffee, buy yourself a sweet little treat, like a cupcake, a cookie, whatever you want, just as a way of saying thank you for supporting the show, for listening. And we're going
0: to pick someone new every Wednesday, every single week. So it's kind (laughs) of like the other version of Peak of the Week because Peak of the Week is you guys showing gratitude in your life and us doing the listener of the week is us showing gratitude for you guys because... We couldn't have the show without you and it's fun for us to be able to thank you in return and transparently, it will also help us too because we'll tell you how you could potentially become listener of the week. Yeah. So if you
2: want to be a listener of the week, just make sure you've left a rating or review on Apple or Spotify and you've sent it to our Instagram page, Already Friends Podcast. If you've already done that, you're already entered. Bonus entries can be sharing on your story that you're listening to the podcast, commenting on our posts on TikTok, Instagram. Literally just any way that you interact with us will get
0: you a notice that you could be picked for Listener of the Week. Yeah, we even have a YouTube page. You could subscribe. You could join the Patreon page. You could post in our Facebook group. We have so many avenues going on. And Kara and I have noticed like particular listeners that were always like, oh my gosh, this is like one of our most supportive listeners. And we see some of your guys' names over and over again. So we like want to thank you. And there's a lot of ways that you can do it. And just know that no matter what platform you choose, because we know not everyone has Facebook or not everyone has TikTok, not everyone has Instagram, not everyone has Spotify, but you might have Apple Podcasts. Like all your bases are covered. We'll we'll take whatever shout outs, reviews, hype comments you want to give. We're accepting.
2: Yeah. So we're just going to pick someone new every single week. On Wednesday, we'll
0: post who it is on our Instagram page and we'll send you a $10 Visa gift card. And if you want to you know, share whatever you bought with your cute little gift card, we would love to see it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, post it and tag us. We are so excited for this segment and we can't wait to cherish and celebrate you all. Yay. Love you guys. All right, let's get into the questions. Thank you guys for sending in your questions. And I did want to shout this out and I don't know why we've never said this before. If we gave you advice ever and it's either helped or you've implemented it, send us an update. We would love to know what the update is.
0: Yeah, maybe you can DM us, but the Facebook group would be an awesome place to do that too. Because if you had a question that was not super personal, I'm sure other people would love to also talk about that question too.
2: Yeah, and I think on Facebook groups, you can even post anonymously now. But Mm. if you have an update, either post it there or just put like update in the first sentence on the question box and just like give us an update. Cause I we've given so much advice and I don't think we've ever asked for updates. So I'd love to know if we've ever helped you. Validate yeah. us. Tell us that we're the best yeah, at giving advice ever. amazing. <laughs> If it went horribly, just lie and say that it went well, please. I won't be able to sleep at night if we gave you really bad advice.
0: Yeah. Okay. First question. Also love this question. Could talk about money all day long. What are your tips for budgeting? Feeling so overwhelmed with how expensive it is to live these days and would love to hear ideas on how to have a fun free date night or ways to spend time with friends that isn't going out to a bar or out to eat and how to save for travel even when you have bills. Well, you wrote a lot for this and like you said, you're the queen of money. So why don't you share your tips first? I'd like to caveat by saying this doesn't necessarily mean I have a lot of money. I just know <laughs> where my money goes and how to spend it wisely. So having separate bank accounts for different buckets, life-changing. Mm-hmm. And then you can have some checking accounts that you don't have a debit card for. So like if you want to maybe make or put that debit card away, like don't have it in your wallet. That way you can save for some things and make sure you get a bank that doesn't have fees on their checking accounts. Mm -hmm. So that for me is really helpful. I have like the flow in and then you can even set at most banks it to automatically transfer certain amounts. So like I already have one for student loans. So like when I put my paycheck into my main account off the top, it's like, boom, this much goes into investments. This much goes into student loans. This much goes into travel. And so then when those bills come, you're like, oh, they're already taken care of. And then what's left is your fun money. You don't like spend your fun money first because then you're stressed out about bills. Make sure the bills are taken care of and then budget how much for each area. So like, here's your weekly grocery budget. Here's your weekly eating out. And I think it's either one way or the other for everyone. To me, cash feels so real. To some people, cash feels fake and seeing it on their card feels more real. But to me, I love that with cash I mainly use the cash for groceries and dining out because it's like, this is my finite budget. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy when you go out to eat with friends or you're at the grocery store and you just see all these pretty things and you want the appetizer to go over. But like, for example, the other day, I was like, I'm only getting fresh produce. I'm gonna take $35. Like that should be more than enough for some produce. And then I, I'm literally checking out and I got to 35 and I was like, wait, how did that happen so fast? And so I like literally had to put some back because I didn't take my card. I just like ran up there, like, a, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I had to put some things back. It was very humbling. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, I like didn't bring my card and I'm not going to Apple Pay because I told myself 35. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, I still, I try to be so good about food waste, but I still had like two tomatoes and like a jalapeno that went bad. So it's like I, did, I couldn't even have eaten more than that anyway, but it's just so easy to overspend in our consumer culture.
2: Mm-hmm. I love the buckets tip and I wish that I had really researched that before opening the... Because um, one thing I'll say is get a high-yield savings account for sure. Because I went with Discover. That's a really popular one. But Ally Bank is also a really popular high-yield savings account. But they have a buckets feature. So before you... If you're opening a new mm-hmm. bank or you're thinking about it, look into what banks actually have that buckets feature. Because you have Capital One, right? Or is that not who you bank went? Because I saw they also have a buckets feature. You don't want to
0: know my my banking situation. I okay. have <laughs> okay. I have Chase, U.S. Bank, Capital One, Dundee Bank, two separate Novos. And mm-hmm. even at Dundee, I think I have 14 checking accounts. So I'm not really the best. Oh it's insane. No, my teller the other day, he was like, I just have to tell you, I think you're the most organized customer that we have here. So wow. like, thank you.
2: That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, if you I, like, because that is such a good tip because there are some banks that make it easier to do the buckets. Is kind of what I'm trying to say is like, because I know Ally has that feature where you can literally make a bucket travel and then transfer money into it. So if that is something that sounds appealing to you, think about maybe opening a new account if you don't have a lot and then have that feature.
0: As a retail shop owner, I know how important it is to have a good, reliable POS system. That's why I'm so excited about our sponsor today, Shopify. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Level today, slash already friends. Thank you again to Shopify for sponsoring the already friends podcast. The future
1: is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange hefty renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it, it's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
0: I also wanted to caveat and say that that doesn't mean that you can't use a credit card because I'll still use... Because I want to get points on bigger things. So then like I literally did it this morning. So on New Wave's Chase Inc. card, because I love using that for my business expenses... Mm -hmm. I had like 800 to pay. So then of my New Wave checking accounts, 400 of the purchases were merchandise. So New Wave's checking account merchandise, I've used that checking account to pay 400 of the balance on that credit card. 200 of it was the Airbnb's expenses and 200 of it was my consultation like media stuff. So you can still charge things to your credit card, but then when you look at the statement, just add up and then pay with the corresponding bank account. So you're still able to budget.
2: Yes, I agree. I think that would be one of my biggest tips because I know this is a multifaceted question, but for me, the part that I said, how do you budget for travel? How do you save for travel? You definitely have to make your credit cards work for you. And I'm not even perfect at this, but having Credit cards with rewards makes travel so much more affordable. I don't know how many times we can shout it from the rooftops, but getting your flights paid for, getting your hotels paid for like me and Connor are going to All Inclusive in November, fully paid with the points. And I think we're just paying for our flights. And I think even we booked our flights there with points. So make
0: 100%. It, yeah. Like when I went to Tulum, Money Anyways, making Hawaii's flights were fully paid for. So it probably looks from the outside. Like mm-hmm. we're f- fully throwing down for all of these. But if you do it smart, points are... Yeah. And I know for it. a lot of people, they have to unlearn
2: because I know I have a friend who was so into Dave Ramsey and he's so anti-credit card. He's like a financial guru. Very, very popular. And I know that for a lot of people, some people it takes a lot more unlearning or, you know, you definitely want to be careful. Don't ever spend money you don't have. We're not financial advisors. This is not financial advice. But for me, it's like, okay, I can spend... I'm, I'm already spending that money. So why not? try to be strategic with which cards I'm using. And you know, this card gives me four times points on restaurants. So I'm going to pay at a restaurant with this card or this card gives me cash back on gas. So figuring that out definitely makes travel more affordable. Back to tips for budgeting. I, a practical tip, I've been using the app Rocket Money. I tried it out recently and I actually really like it. I've used a ton of budgeting apps. This one I think is my favorite. It does cost money, but there was something recently where it alerted me on something. Oh yeah, a subscription went up. And it alerted me on that. And I'm sure some others do that too. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. There's like some really nice features about it that I had not seen with any of these other apps that I use. So I am paying for it, but I do kind of think it's worth it. I really am liking it so far. But we have a whole episode where my brother came on, Brady, and talked about budgeting. He didn't like to call it budgeting, but we'll link that too. I think that's really helpful. And then another side note is just, this is going to sound woo-woo, but like if your mindset around budgeting and money is not great, it's going to be a lot harder for you to say for things and feel like you're worthy of those things. So definitely listen to our episode with Michaela J of Mm -hmm. Mindset Manifestation Money podcast. I always get the order mixed up. Um, It's like a three M's because it's all related to how you like think about money and think about saving and your mindset on that is so important. And I recently read Rich Dad vs. Poor Dad and it totally talked about that as well. So that's a whole nother <laughs> side note and tangent, but making sure your money mindset is in the right place mm-hmm. is definitely going to affect how you can budget and what you
0: spend your money on. And yeah. And getting past like the victim mentality. I know that sounds mm-hmm. horrible, but let me just tell you that every person in the world can have Money issues. The decimal just moves. Like you might feel like, oh my gosh, I have five thousand dollars in credit card debt. Like I'm doing horrible. There's a millionaire out there that has fifty thousand dollars in credit card debt and is like, I might have to like sell my house. Like so, it really. I agree that there's a point where more money helps a lot because your basic mm-hmm. needs are met. But once your basic needs are met, like you just gotta know where your money is going, and you have to spend less than what's coming in. Mm-hmm. And if you don't figure that out at a small amount, why would the universe give you more? Like if you're irresponsible Mm -hmm. now, it's not going to be like, it'd be no different if you gave your kid $20 of allowance and they just blew it. And one day you're like, okay, I'm not going to give you more. Right. Be smart with it. And I feel like that will train yourself to be like, no, I spend my money on good things. I support small businesses. I make, you know, mindful purchases. I'm a good person. I do what I can. I deserve healthy food. I deserve Mm -hmm. my gym membership. And maybe thinking about less of like paper money and thinking about like the things that you deserve in your life that money buys for you yes and like you said this is definitely we're very privileged
2: and we're not trying to mitigate any stress that money and debt and like that's all very real problems but just something to think about because I'm still working on it I'm not the perfect rich person mindset at all but I know for me that even when I'm you know shorter on cash flow I know not to stop buying organic foods I know not to cut my gym membership because there's just things that that you have to train yourself that it's going to work out. And I know that it sounds so woo woo, but like I said, just go check out Michaela's podcast or Rich Dad Poor Dad because it blew my mind, honestly.
0: Yeah. And what I, I'm not trying to be mean with the victim mentality thing, but like you can look at people in developing countries that make like $2 a day and they're happier than some people in developed countries that make six figures. So it like, mm-hmm. I do agree. Money can buy a lot of really wonderful things. But if you aren't taking care of your mental health and your physical health, and having a good outlook on life and surrounding yourself with good people, money is not going to solve all of your issues. Exactly.
2: Last part of her question that I want to shout. Oh, any free date ideas? I think one of my favorite things is to just get a picnic basket and a blanket and head out to the park. You can do so many things in the park. You could do a little charcuterie board. You could read a book. Keep our last week's episode on reading. I feel like that's such a good free activity that is so enjoyable. You can people watch, bird watch. There's so many free activities of just sitting in the park.
0: I love that. That one. I am annoyingly gonna shout another post I made on Lemon Eight. I have mm-hmm. like I can't really say, but basically I posted on there every day for two months. So I've had to cover a lot of topics, and yeah. they're all every post that I've made on there is under the sphere of health and wellness. So I are, I know I have one on free activities and free dates. Oh, so nice. I'll link those two.
2: Oh, and I'm gonna shout you out now <laughs> because when you were saying that, it me. Go follow Instagram accounts of your city and things to do. Alice and runs one called the Omaha Local. I follow like eight that are in St. Louis because there are so many free activities. There's so many free activities in my neighborhood alone, let alone the entire city of St. Louis. There's just so much free stuff to do that you just don't know about. So make sure you are following those accounts and checking out your newspaper,
0: local events. You just have to keep an eye out because there's so much free stuff you can do. Mm-hmm. And your city is Eventbrite. Even though Eventbrite oh, yeah. has paid ones, There's they people also lift, list things for free on there.
2: Last thing I'll shout, we got to go to the next question, but Aaron. And Confortini was a guest that we had on too. And she gave really good money advice. And she has a $5 budgeting template that I think could be really worth it too if you need help budgeting. Amazing. Okay, next question. How to survive university? I especially need some help with time management. Do you guys have any tips? Also, what are your best study methods that have worked for you?
0: The first thing that comes to mind for me is being really aware of how you schedule your classes. Like obviously there's only gonna be some classes at certain times, but before you go to sign up for the next semester, how can you structure it in a way of how you learn best? Like if you're someone who loves batch doing stuff, could you load all of your classes onto two days? Like Monday and Wednesdays and then do all of your studying errands, homework projects like Tuesday, Thursday, Friday? Or are you someone who's like, I need the same schedule every day? So try to like be like, okay, of the days of the week, I'm going to take all morning classes and then I'm going to go study in the afternoon. Or if you're someone who's way more productive in the morning, maybe you take the mornings to study and try to put your classes in the afternoon Cause for me, like I I'm a batch person. So mm. and going to art school, a lot of my projects like would take me hours. So it's like I couldn't just do stuff 45 minutes in between. Like I needed long breaks. So I would always try to make it that I had at least like one or two days of no classes. So I could just laser focus on big projects.
2: Wait, yeah, that is such a good tip. I completely forgot about picking your times for your classes. Cause I know for me, I'm not a morning person. I made sure I had no eight AMs. Like that was a that was a must have. For me, so I never had an 8 a.m. during college. Also, I just after five, six o'clock, I was checked out. I had one class that was at six o'clock, six to seven thirty, and there was no other times. So I, in my head, I was like, I'm just gonna stalk the online signups and just wait for someone else to drop out of a different time and then switch. I think you could switch up to two weeks into the class. So literally, like one of the last days before the switching was done, one spot opened up. So I literally had this teacher for like two weeks. And I was like, I am so sorry. This is just the worst possible time. And I dropped that class and switched. So yeah, you're so right. Know what works for you and try to work around it. Another thing that related to that, I remember one year I was trying to prioritize being like the sorority president and traveling and doing different fun events on the weekend. So I only did Tuesday, Thursday classes. So then I had Friday off, the whole weekend mm-hmm. off, and Monday off, which gave me time to go intern at New York Fashion Week or do other things. So yeah, like you said, that's a
0: really good tip. I definitely did that too. Mm-hmm. I Or I would try no Friday after like only doing like a 9.30 or 10.30 so that I could still mm-hmm. leave town on like yeah. a Friday afternoon and make it back. On the flip side, I did like evening classes during the week because I felt like if I didn't have an evening class, like I was going to probably go do something with friends. And so yeah. it did kind of make me be like, okay, more... I can have more fun on the weekends. If I just like get stuff done during the week, set boundaries with myself, I'll do that and then I get rewarded. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, What was the other part of the question? Best study methods.
2: Yeah. I don't know if you said this or if it was a guest, remind me, but something about know what works for you and then make the time around that. So this relates to studying because I know for me, I was just a last minute crammer. Like that worked for me staying up until 1 or 2 a.m. and just cramming things worked. And so making sure I got a good night's rest the night before and like not making plans the night before a test, I knew that I could go sit at a coffee shop until 2. AM and I would pass those tests and not fighting that that works for you. So I don't know. For me, I figured out that that worked for me by the end of freshman year and I would just do that and it worked. So find friends that it also worked for because I had friends that took two weeks fully before tests and would study equally the same amount every night and make flashcards and stuff. But then I had my other rat friends that I could stay up with until 3 a.m. and we held each other accountable. So I feel like finding a community, just even from class, like these are just class friends that also study the way you study
0: is really really helpful this also made me think and this is a good productivity tip outside of even just university is being really realistic about how long things take and this Mm. has kind of been a newfound realization at the summers I'm like what if I just gave myself time like if I know that this thing needs to be done here or I have to be somewhere there instead of over like I'm not doing it today actually I kind of am because they closed at 4.30 so I said we had to be done at 3.30 so that knowing we would go till 4 yeah And giving yourself that wiggle room and Mm -hmm. and, because then you're not going to feel late and stressed all the time if you give yourself the proper window that it needs. Yeah. Because there's like, think of how many hours we actually have and how much time you actually spend about stressing how little time you have instead of just like doing it.
2: Yeah, I saw a good TikTok recently that was like, if you had not been trying to take the shortcut and you just did what you needed to do for the last week, month,
0: year, you would be where you wanted to be already. (laughs) So. Small little bit. It's really like, almost like everything in life is a marathon, not a sprint. And like you can do batch work and time blocking. And to me, that is even still being a marathon because it's like, all right, I'm not trying to sprint through this. Like I'm giving it the time it needs. And yeah, so often when you just do a half-assed job, it just bites you later. And when you're in a hurry, okay, think about this. Let's say you're frazzled in the morning and you're like hurrying out to your car and you spill your coffee. No matter what now, no matter how late you were, you now have to find time to clean up your coffee spill. You didn't have that time. That's why you were running down the stairs. Or if now you have to go find the time to clean it up and change your outfit because you can't go to work that way. So if you would have just slowed the fuck down and not spilled your coffee, you would have actually been in a better place. Mm -hmm. And there's so many things that we mess up by, you know, like accidents happening, forgetting stuff that end up costing us so much more time than if we had just been present while we were moving and not self-sabotage. It's crazy. Like now that I'm, I used to be in such a hurry all the time. When I first opened New Wave, I was always running around with my head cut off and never felt like I was ahead on things. I was always like, okay, I'm just barely getting everything done. But it's because I wasn't giving myself enough time. And then I was racing through everything. So I was, always making mistakes and had to go back and fix things or I'd forget about something and it would throw off this checklist instead of just moving slow I think the whole world if everyone just slowed down it would fix like 90% of the problems which I feel like we are on the path of slowing down with a lot of people working from home and
2: I don't know hopefully that's because I'm with you like today usually I start setting up for the podcast and getting ready at 30 to record at 2 and today I was like I'm just gonna start at 1 and I had all the time to get the lights up to do my makeup like I was ready at 158, which is really nice. Cause sometimes I'm jumping on at like 204 or like, you know, so I gave myself that full hour, even though in my head, I'm like, that's way too much time. But then it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so that I'm with you. Two more thoughts on studying. One, I need to preface my answer that I was a journalism major. I was not in law school or nursing or any of those other majors. So I will say if you are in a more serious major, can you ask someone who also had that major or someone that recently graduated or a senior what works for them? I think always connecting with someone who's done it before is really helpful but related to that. If you went up to your teacher and asked for tips to study, you would instantly become their favorite. Teachers love talking to their students for the most most part. I think going up and asking the professor if they have any tips is a great way to get them to know your face. I don't know, make that relationship. I feel like they would love that. And they really appreciate that you
0: are taking your time to ask them what they think on how you should study. Yeah, that's great. Okay, love that. Last question. Lately, I've been really overwhelmed with my relationship with my mom. She has always been a little nosy in my personal life. In parentheses, she would read my journals, diaries growing up. Because of that, I've always been hesitant to share gossip to others about what I tell her. I know that I need to have a conversation with her about boundaries, privacy, but I'm just nervous she'll get upset or mad at me. Any advice? Okay, I really enjoy this question because I think that we all have or will have someone in our
2: life that we need to either pump the brakes, have a conversation on you know, mismatched expectations and a big buzzword in the last few years has been the word boundaries. And personally, hot take, I do not think that everyone knows what a boundary is or knows how to properly establish a boundary. I think that some of us think that we're setting a boundary with someone and we're really not because I've just seen it in my life. I had someone recently who I got in an argument with, they said they set a boundary with me and me in my head, knowing what a boundary is. I'm like, I don't think you, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't think that we all have a proper understanding what a boundary is. So for homework, for everybody who wants to learn more about boundaries, I'm gonna tell you to read this book called Boundaries When to Say Yes, How to Say No, to Take Control of Your Life by Henry Cloud. I have not read it yet, but I have it. Connor had a mentor recommended to him because, and even in his line of work in commercial real estate, you have to know how to set boundaries, even with your clients, with other people. And this mentor of his is like this book. I read it 20 years ago, changed my life completely. So I think that you should read this book and have a conversation with your mom and just let her know that's going from place. place love, you cannot manage and control how she's going to react to the conversation, but you can manage one, what your intention is with this conversation, which is hopefully to set some boundaries and two, what you say and how you're going to say it. And I think this book is totally going to help you with how to say it in a way that's received well.
0: Layering onto that, not to diminish that this is frustrating for you, but I will say that I think parents are just like always going to talk about their kids and Mm -hmm. try to ask yourself if it's gossiping or if she's just talking about you and you don't want to talking about her because mm. I feel like she probably really loves you and it seems like you have a good relationship, especially if you're asking this and you want to try to mend it with her. Maybe her reading your diaries and journals, which I do think is inappropriate, was coming from a place of her wanting to understand more about you. Maybe because mm. maybe you guys have this dynamic where you're not telling her things. And so then she's trying to find this information. And then mm. since the information isn't abundant, then she's like, when she you finally tell her something, she like shares with other people. Yeah. And I could totally be misinterpreting that but I do think that parents are always going to talk about their kids and that doesn't necessarily mean what they're talking about you is bad. Like there's those memes on the internet. It's like the photos my mom posts of me on Facebook versus how I look on Instagram. (laughs) Like my direct family, my in-laws, my extended family, like my tagged photos on Facebook are fugly. You think these people were trying, they're like, this is Allison's worst angle, let's upload it. But they're, you know, most, that's just how it is. They're, They just love you. They're just trying to share about you. They're not trying to, you know, put you down usually for the most part. And there might Mm -hmm. be some gossiping involved, which I do think maybe setting some boundaries, but just in general or for anyone else who's feeling embarrassed by how their parents share about them, like they're just going to do nerdy stuff like that. And everyone, everyone is experiencing it. So it's okay.
2: Yeah. I've more recently realized that uh, when you're a parent, apparently, I'm not a parent, but your kids are literally your entire world. So I think you're right. I feel like maybe she is just gossiping what you perceive as gossiping in a way to try to understand you and asking those other friends for advice on a certain situation so maybe it is something like you said maybe you guys could communicate more maybe she feels like you're not communicating with her enough I don't know but yeah definitely a conversation is definitely warranted and I feel like you guys can maybe see each other's perspectives
0: Mm -hmm. yeah well good luck yes good luck (laughs) and if you guys ever have questions send them into the question box on our website alreadyfencepodcast.com go to the the WWYBD tab. We'll compile them. Like These questions have been all throughout the last month and then we'll just answer what we can. And if you've sent in one and it's been a couple months and we haven't got to it, send it in again and be like, better answer my question. We'll try. Yes. bully well, yes. Until we answer your
2: question. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Already Friends. We'll catch
0: you next week. Bye. 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 Okay, wait, really quick before you go, if you want a chance to be the Artie Friends Listener of the Week, we have something for you. Leave us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And for bonus entries, there's so many ways to support our show. Share about us on your Instagram story, engage with us over on TikTok, post on our Facebook group, join the Patreon page, or subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure to send that rating and review to our Instagram page, Artie Friends Podcast,
2: and we pick a new Listener of the Week every Wednesday. We'll send you a $10 Visa gift card if you win. This is a way of saying thank you to buy you a coffee, buy you a sweet little treat, whatever you want. Thanks again, you guys. We appreciate you so, so much. And we'll catch you next week.
1: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today